grace of the Lord Jesus Christ be with your spirit. Amen. Welcome to our podcast, To Be a Christian, the Anglican Catechism in a Year, where we are learning what it means to be a Christian and the essentials for our Christian faith and lives. Each day we're reading one catechism question, the appointed scripture lessons, and concluding with a relevant collect from the Book of Common Prayer. If you would like to buy or download To Be a Christian, the official catechism of the Anglican Church in North America, head to anglicanchurch.net slash catechism. As always, we encourage you to reflect on the catechism question and answer as we hear from the Holy Scripture readings and search for points of insight, deeper truth, and meaning for our lives. This is day 135, and we are studying the sacrament of Holy Communion. We're on question 135. What is required of you when you come to receive Holy Communion? Our readings today are from Leviticus 10, Psalm 50, and 1 Corinthians 11. Today we will conclude by praying the exhortation. Question 135. What is required of you when you come to receive Holy Communion? I am to examine myself. Do I truly repent of my sins and intend to lead a new life in Christ? Do I have a living faith in God's mercy through Christ and remember His atoning death with a thankful heart? And have I shown love and forgiveness to all people? Leviticus chapter 10 verses 1 to 5. Now Nadab and Abihu, the sons of Aaron, each took his censer and put fire in it and laid incense on it and offered unauthorized fire before the Lord, which he had not commanded them. And fire came out from before the Lord and consumed them, and they died before the Lord. Then Moses said to Aaron, This is what the Lord has said, Among those who are near me I will be sanctified, and before all the people I will be glorified. And Aaron held his peace. And Moses called Mishael and Eliphan, the sons of Uziel, the uncle of Aaron, and said to them, Come near, carry your brothers away from the front of the sanctuary and out of the camp. So they came near and carried them in their coats out of the camp, as Moses had said. Psalm 50 The Lord, even the most mighty God, has spoken and called the world from the rising of the sun to the going down thereof. Out of Zion, perfect in her beauty, has God shone forth in glory. Our God shall come and shall not keep silence. There shall go before him a consuming fire, and a mighty tempest shall be stirred up round about him. He shall call to the heavens above and to the earth beneath that he may judge his people. Gather my faithful together unto me, those who have made a covenant with me by sacrifice and the heavens shall declare his righteousness. For God himself is judge. Hear, O my people, and I will speak. I myself will testify against you, O Israel, for I am God, even your God. I will not rebuke you because of your sacrifices or for your burnt offerings, because they are always before me. I will take no bull, calf out of your house, nor he-goats out of your folds, for all the beasts of the forest are mine and so are the cattle upon a thousand hills. I know all the birds of the air, and the wild beasts of the field are in my sight. If I were hungry, I would not tell you, 
for the whole world is mine and all that is therein. Do you think that I will eat the flesh of bulls and drink the blood of goats? Offer unto God a sacrifice of thanksgiving and pay your vows unto the Most High and call upon me in the time of trouble. So will I hear you and you shall praise me. But to the ungodly, God says, Why do you recite my laws and take my covenant in your mouth, though you hate to be disciplined and have cast my words behind you? When you saw a thief, you agreed with him, and you have taken part with adulterers. You have let your mouth speak wickedness, and with your tongue you have set forth deceit. You sat and spoke against your brother, yes, and have slandered your own mother's son. These things you have done. And I held my tongue, and you thought wickedly that I am such as one as yourself. But I will reprove you, and set before you the things that you have done. O oh, consider this, you who forget God, lest I tear you in pieces, and there be none to deliver you. Whoever offers me a sacrifice of thanksgiving honors me, and to him who orders his ways aright will I show the salvation of God. 1 Corinthians chapter 11 Verses 27 to 32. Whoever therefore eats the bread or drinks the cup of the Lord in an unworthy manner will be guilty concerning the body and blood of the Lord. Let a person examine himself then and so eat of the bread and drink of the cup. For anyone who eats and drinks without discerning the body eats and drinks judgment on himself. That is why many of you who are weak and ill and some have died but if we judged ourselves truly, we would not be judged. But when we are judged by the Lord, we are disciplined so that we may not be condemned along with the world. Question 135. What is required of you when you come to receive Holy Communion? I am to examine myself. Do I truly repent of my sins and intend to lead a new life in Christ? Do I have a living faith in God's mercy through Christ and remember His atoning death with a thankful heart? And have I shown love and forgiveness to all people? The Exhortation Dearly Beloved in the Lord, If you intend to come to the Holy Communion of the Body and Blood of our Savior Jesus Christ, you must consider how St. Paul in his first letter to the Corinthians exhorts us all diligently to examine ourselves before we presume to eat of that bread and drink of that cup. For as the benefit is great, if we receive that holy sacrament with a truly penitent heart and lively faith, spiritually eating the flesh of Christ and drinking his blood, so that we might be made one with Christ and he with us, so also is the danger great if we receive these gifts unworthily. For then we become guilty of profaning the body and blood of Christ our Savior, and we eat and drink to our own condemnation. Therefore judge yourselves, lest you be judged by the Lord. First examine your life by the rule of God's commandments. Wherever you have offended, either by thought, word, or deed, confess your sins to Almighty God with the full intention to amend your life. Be ready to make restitution for all injuries and wrongs you have done to others, and also be ready to forgive others who have offended you. For otherwise, if you unworthily receive this Holy Communion, you will increase your own condemnation. Therefore repent of your sins, or else do not come to God's holy table. If you have come here today with a troubled conscience and you need help and counsel, come to a priest 
and confess your sins that you may receive godly counsel, direction, and absolution. To do so will both satisfy your conscience and remove any scruples or doubt. Above all, each of us should give humble and hearty thanks to God for the redemption of the world by the death and passion of our Savior Jesus Christ. He humbled himself even to death on a cross for us sinners who lay in darkness and in the shadow of death, that he might make us children of God and exalt us to everlasting life. Because of his exceedingly great love for us, our Savior Jesus Christ has instituted and ordained these holy mysteries as pledges of his love and for a continual remembrance of his death and passion to our great and endless comfort. To him, therefore, with the Father and the Holy Spirit, let us give continual thanks, as is our duty and our joy, submitting ourselves entirely to his holy will and striving to serve him in holiness and righteousness all the days of our life. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. May you grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. To Him be the glory, both now and to the day of eternity.